0: Thanks for tuning in to the bigger Hunters podcast, your host Hunter Dydle. Today we're going to be talking about good vibes. Sometimes uh, things just don't tend to go the way you want it to or stuff's going on in your life. It's the perfect time to sit down and remember just just the amount of blessings that you have in your life and all the positive things that are going on. Uh, today we kind of talk about some of our positives that we've seen lately and kind of just go through, hey, how can we... How can we think or see things in more positive light? and can, How can we take most of opportunities that we have right now? Uh, just a, it's a just a nice, relaxed podcast. So look forward to it. A uh, little bit of update about <clears throat> our podcast last week: that elk depredation tag. Uh, my dad talked to the Game of Parks in North Platte, which they're the ones who were running it. Uh, they said that no elk up to this point have been killed or checked in. So. from what they understand so it uh hasn't gone as well as they had hoped so there's a lot of factors that are in play a big thing is a lot of the elk are on the river if you want to hear the whole podcast jump back to last week and give it a listen uh we just kind of go through everything so this week's episode is brought to you by white classics taxidermy owned by jody schultz uh check him out on facebook Uh, does some amazing stuff. And actually this is one of the perfect times. So you you got a duck, uh, sitting in that freezer right now is the perfect time to take them. Uh, you get before all the craziness in September and October, all the duck hunters and you get before early, uh, deer season guys coming in with their, their huge velvet deer bucks. Um, right now is a perfect time to bring it in and that way you can get ahead of the rush. So, Make sure to jump on then. Uh, also, Google White Whitetail Classics Tax Serving in St. Louisville, Nebraska. You probably know him from our YouTube. His name is Pappy. Awesome guy. Down to earth. Make sure to hit him up. He's above quality work. Like, crazy quality stuff. So, make sure to give him a call. So, alright guys, let's go ahead and jump into the podcast. Welcome back to the Bigger and Hunters podcast. Uh, today it's your host, Hunter Diddle, and then my co-host, Jeremy.
1: Put it in perspective, it's 9.30, we're just starting this, so let's go.
0: We're still going to be here for an <laughs> hour oh, and a half, man. kids. It'll be fun. But uh, today, we're, you know, to be honest with y'all, I've been sitting here, and, you know, Jeremy and I have a friendship to where we talk about pretty much everything. And so a lot of times we'll sit down and do podcasts. A lot of times we just end up sitting here
1: like for three hours yeah, talking about. I got I got to his house about 6.45 and we've just been talking and we got dinner. and. So <laughs> like that's just how life goes. But I'm not going to get
0: into it. But you know what? I got a lot of crap going on in my life. And I think everybody else does too. I mean honestly I think everybody's dealing with gas pricing, trying to raise a family, all the crap. So like. We get a lot of crap in our lives. I want to do this podcast about the positives. We're gonna talk about positives, and we're Jeremy and I are gonna come up with a few positive things and some of the things that have helped me and him of being positive in the outdoors or just in general. Um, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna start out. That's a pretty good idea. Today, or I should say, back up. I think last week this is something that really came up to me. I was dealing with some stress and like just dealing with everything and. You know, for me, I like we talked about earlier, I struggle with, uh, or I should say, I think a lot of hunters struggle with this time frame. The reason being is season's over, you're kind of just waiting around for next season. It gets really hot, and really you're just kind of done with life mm-hmm. until it gets seasoned. So for me, and why I dealt with this last season, or last year, is like I really struggled with and it's just floating time, and yep. you know, it like really irritated me. And like, so like, you're, you're a contractor, and we kind of talked about it. I work in sales for working with contractors. Like this this time period just kind of sucks because mm-hmm. it's just, I guess, if you own a company, that's great. Like you know, because you're making all the profit from yeah. the crazy time period. But like, and it, you know, it's great for sales It goes up. But like, you are dealing with just problems left from right. <clears throat> I feel like. I needed something. So, for me, it's been golf. And I'm not going to talk about golf. But I, the other day, I was out hitting golf balls. And I went over and I was hitting some balls on the, the chipping green. And then I went and putted and stuff. And, like, <clears throat> I live up in Lincoln. I was playing up in the Highlands. And, like, you're just, like, looking over. And I was putting. And I was listening to some worship. Worship music. Great for anybody. <laughs> and I looked over and, like, you could see the pond on the – the the golf course and it was the sun was starting to come down and like just everything that reminded me of hunting and Mm -hmm. being in the outdoors and like i guess this is this would be my first positivity point positive positivity for the outdoors (laughs) um go outside i think that i think that everybody kind of misses out and i realize it gets really hot so i don't yeah, I'm the I'm one of the first ones to say this. I hate the heat, mm. but like being able to get out on certain time frames and just like getting out outdoors, I think that's good for everybody's soul. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading an article a couple months back. It was one of the regional directors for Pheasants Forever. He's like, he's like listing off all this stuff. He's like, you want to feel better mentally, physically, go outdoors. Mm-hmm. You want to feel better about yourself, go outdoors. Like just. I mean, it went a little far, but yeah. like, just like everything he prescribed was go outdoors. And I think that with our society, especially in the American society, we tend to just enjoy the comforts of life. And I think that sometimes we, we struggle, like we struggle in different ways. I think like pre-1950 we really struggled physically because we had so much demand on our society Mm -hmm. but now i think our our society struggles mentally and emotionally because of the lack of physical Mm -hmm. um now everybody's job's different i realize some there's physical demands in certain jobs but at least i'm just coming from my perspective so that's my thought talked a lot about something very simple but going outdoors seems to be a huge huge help for me at least yeah all right buddy you're up
1: well i, I mean i gotta say i completely agree with what you're saying I actually i admitted to hunter the, uh earlier this evening that <coughs> now that it's hot actually i think i even sent you a snapchat today <laughs> yeah. i'm so down bad <laughs> i need duck season in my life i'm pretty sure there's many other people that are that way um I've even started watching videos, so I felt that. um, I mean, piggybacking off of that positivity, I mean, I know it's been hot. Uh, There's kind of been an odd positive for me when it comes to being outdoors. Um, uh, Turkey season obviously is over. Uh, I love the month of June, usually for fishing. It can be fantastic, just a fantastic month in Nebraska. That end, about mid-May to the end of June is usually really, really, really good, so I've been doing a lot of fishing, um, and that has helped me quite a bit, um, and it's been kind of odd, so I have a brother, and then I have a cousin as well, and Trell's been on here a couple times, so he, you guys have pro- if you're long listeners, you've, you've heard him before, and My brother has never really been interested in the outdoors other than like some camping and hammocking kind of stuff. And he loves to stargaze, which is really cool. Um, But me and my dad love to fish and Terrell hates fishing, like hates touching fish, yada, yada. But something, the stars aligned this year and it's, it's so odd because I almost have had to tell them it's, I I literally have had to tell them it's too hot. I don't want to go. But, like, they have been on my back this year to go fishing. Hmm. Both of them. Matt's my brother, has gone, like, pretty much any time I've gone or that my dad's gone, he's been there. Terrell, just a couple weeks ago, was like, take me fishing. I got to give it another try. Everybody always says that I'll really enjoy it. No, go go figure. We catch some fish. And he's like, oh, damn. This was kind of fun. <laughs> So the reason that's positive for me, and sometimes it does get obnoxious for me in ways, but one of my greatest thrills with the outdoors is getting other people involved. I, I mean, I've had plenty of people, though I don't have quite the experience in some areas to do it. Many people have said that I should work towards being a guide whether that's for fishing or hunting, because I love to see people get on success. I love to get people out there as much as I love to shoot things. I mean, I saw that a lot this spring. I took the back back seat for my dad and Terrell quite a bit during turkey season. Even Dane, that day, he shot his bird. I could have easily shot that thing. And when you came, I wanted to get you a bird. So the reason that's a positive that Terrell and my brother have been so interested in fishing is just because I've never seen that, and I love taking people. I, I just do.
0: I think that's one thing I've, I thought about. Um, I, <laughs> I say this <clears throat> lightheartedly. Um, I've struggled with, and we've talked about it off the podcast, but like I've struggled with the fact that I'm having a kid, and mm-hmm. I understand it's happening, but like the acceptance part has really dawned on me um it's just it's not that we weren't ready we were we weren't we're in a we're in a very healthy spot in our life it's just a very it's just a big transition that
1: i wasn't you guys were you guys were talking about it but you weren't like quite there yet
0: yeah and even even that like it's been something that i've always said that i want to do eventually but like the actual part of the responsibilities, it's going to be a very abrupt change for me because I'm yeah. like in terms of my time, Mm -hmm. I like to be very selfish. Like I love hanging out with people. I love doing stuff and I'm glad to do stuff for people or that, but I just, I like to do what I do when I do it and whenever I want to do it. And that's just not going to be the case anymore. And I, I can understand that. It's just a, it's a transition to into fatherhood and, I think once it happens, I'm like cued in. Now kind of get back to what I meant to talk about from the beginning. Something that's really dawned on me that I've really enjoy or really will enjoy and looking forward to is like I'm not only really taking my kid out in the outdoors. That's one part of it. Um but I think that getting other kids, like their friends in the outdoors mm-hmm. is really gonna give me a lot of joy. Um and I you know, I talked about things with you or maybe Shay, um you know i think i think we kind of brought this up during the gun control conversation a lot of times what happens in a lot of these bigger cities is and and it wasn't this way is that you know if you have a a family member or friend or whatever else that hunts or fishes or does stuff in the outdoors i think people really understand guns and are more comfortable with them there's not a fear aspect there because it's it's a normal part of their life. It's normalization. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens a lot of these cities is like a family, a dad maybe of had of grandpa or a dad that hunts. Maybe they did too, but they kind of get away from it. Mm-hmm. And it now becomes normalized to like fear guns. Mm-hmm. Just because of the narrative that kind of gets pushed around or like a situation like Evaldi and um, the atrocity that happened there, but like being able to take, like our the new cul de sac that we're going to be living in with the new house, like there's just like kids everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's shit. a lot of like young young families. Sounds really weird. There's a lot of kids. Yeah. There's
1: a school like right there. Yeah. So, calm down. I'm gonna pick them up and just drive, <laughs> take them hunting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna snatch yeah. them up. Oh, take no. them take
0: fishing. No, but um, I just look forward to like I I say that because Jared. His son, Joe, I've seen him the last few years just kind of, like, grow up, and, like, there's two or three of his buddies that, like, has went hunting with him pretty consistently. We've taken him out, of like, pretty much every year, like, two or three times.
1: That's something I appreciate about Jared, and I'm sure, Jared, you'll listen to this, <laughs> um, so don't take this the wrong way. Jared's high-strung sometimes, and he, want, he, he wants to see success, Yeah, but... He does a really fantastic job when he's got new people in the field. Yeah, people that haven't done it before. His kids, I mean, great job, outstanding teacher. Um, and it's just been it's been cool from a
0: father son perspective, but also like a a father and friend's perspective. Um, just because it it's boils down to it's inspiring, and Mm -hmm. I look forward to getting that that opportunity and being able to spread the outdoors just because I'll be in that, that type of position where I really can um, take our lifestyle and be able to spread it in a positive way with a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking forward to that. I mean, that's just something something that really changes a situation that I'm terrified of and trying to make it positive. <laughs> and connect with it. Because I I remember I had a conversation on Friday with one of my clients, and we were out, and we're golfing, and he and I were talking about me having a kid and just, like, his perspective. You know, he's got got one that I think is 10, and then one is 8. So they're getting Mm. up there, you know, at least a little bit in age to where they're doing sports and all that kind of stuff. And him and I were talking about... (laughs) you know, fatherhood and that kind of stuff. And, you know, I'm just as honest as I am on the podcast with anything else, with anybody else. And kind of just told him, you know, what's, what's going on. And he's like, you know, yeah. And I said, I kind of ended with this and I was like, you know, like I look forward to hunting with them. I look forward to golfing with them. I said, you know, what if they wanna take something up new, I'm glad to connect with them Mm -hmm. and do what they wanna do. I said, (laughs) It was funny at the end. I was like, I just hope it's not baseball. Like (laughs) I I was like I hate baseball. Honestly. like, I if somebody it. loves it, and that's what I said to him, I was like, if you love it, man, I get it. Like, I do, but I, I hate it. I said, I played soccer. I love it, but I know a lot of people hate soccer. I, I get you,
1: it. You've heard me give my fair share of crap to you about soccer, but I would rather <laughs> have my kid play soccer than baseball. So the- There's so much that goes into baseball. It drives <laughs> me <laughs> insane. So he pipes up. He's like, yeah. He's like, uh, I played at
0: Iowa Western for a couple years. <laughs> baseball. <laughs> He's like, but, you know, to be honest with you, I get it. He's like, I love playing it, but I, I do not like watching it. Mm-hmm. and
1: That's always been my thing. I like to play baseball, but yeah. Yeah, watching it just makes me want to pull my hair out.
0: <laughs> and he's like, the one thing you need to focus on is that one sentence, like just connect with them mm-hmm. and be with them together. And I said, yeah, it's, I mean, I'll, if they become a baseball player, I'll learn how to pitch or hit mm-hmm. and like, I mean, i could throw a baseball <laughs> so <laughs> i but for real like that just being able to be outdoors with my kids um i think that that's something thinking back to like my childhood that i i would have changed a lot i and she she gave me crap and funny story my dad was here a couple weeks ago and she was like yeah i'm not gonna lie when i get into a video game dude mm-hmm. i am i am in every part of my life I am mission driven. Yeah. So when I have a mission, like I attack it with all of me mm-hmm. to try to beat it. Like that's just a me and my life. And so <laughs> I played every Assassin's Creed. I'm just gonna minute and out. <laughs> I've played them all and like I buy it usually and then like I just go ham for two weeks. And then you're done. And then I'm either done and I put it away for a while or I beat it and then I'm I, I'm done. Yeah. All right now I'm like at three quarters of the way through the game, but back to what I was saying, he's like, "Yeah," and my dad's like, "Yeah." He's like, "He's just always kind of been that way. Like he just get him a new game, and he just disappear for a couple of weeks and just, you know, play the game." He's like, "He's always just kind of been like that." And that's something like going back to my childhood. I wish that, you know, I was a kid, mm-hmm. so I was just doing what I wanted to do. But like, I really do like we we hunted and we fish and that kind of stuff. But I. I wish I would have just spent more time outdoors with my dad because mm-hmm. he's a big, like, car guy. And I wish, like, I know to do the basics, but, like, my dad is basically, he's got a 74 Challenger that he has managed to, like, strip to the the bore and start it from the ground up. Oh, geez. And, <clears throat> I mean, he used to do derby cars. He used to race. Like, he used to do it all. So, he, like, he knows everything. Mm-hmm terms of vehicles so i wish i wish i had spent more time with them in that in that regard um so i just i want to i still want to have video games kind of around but i definitely want them to be much less uh part of our kids lives than what what it became what it was for my life
1: there's a time and place for stuff like that but I completely agree. Looking back at my childhood, I w- I played way too many video games. I think it's part of the reason I'm, I don't like video games all that much now. I'll play occasionally. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like
0: it. Talking about this time frame, I tend to get into games now because I don't have anything going on. I yeah. get bored. Uh, like from like pretty much all hunting season, I have no time for it at all. I'm uh-uh. too busy. No, I don't um, So yeah, I usually find one that I get into now that I play quite a bit, but I will say from a connection standpoint, I and a buddy have been playing online and he lives out of town. So it's been good to like connect with him and play for like an hour or two here and there. I think that's what it, if I were to say what I would want my, the future of our kid to be is like, yeah, there could be video games, but I think it needs to be. Kind of sounds weird, but like drinking. Like it needs to be in a social aspect yeah. where you're enjoying it with somebody else and not just letting your mind just drain away. You know, you need to be intentional about more intentional about the way how you spend your time and doing it more of an, a relationship focus rather than just trying to pass just, the yeah, time. Just trying to pass the time and try to find something more valuable for their time. So I think. I think that's been something that I had to grow into, especially when I got out on my own, but something that I would like to teach my kid a little more of, but we weren't really off bunny trail.
1: Uh, this conversation will go bunny trail for sure. That's okay. But
0: all right. What's
1: your positive? Uh, So one positive that I have. <laughs> bark, bark. I'll get there. That'll be one eventually. <laughs> um now the positive I want to focus on at this for this turn is um throughout my life I've had a lot of like friend groups that have been there, fizzled, been there, fizzled. And um in the last year in a in the last year and a half when I honestly have needed a, a friend groups to lean on yep. with some of the stuff I've got you know, had to deal with uh <laughs> emotionally. Um and whatnot. I finally and I've told this to my parents a couple times actually and I'm I know my mom listens to all of these so I'm sure I'll probably be getting a text about now as she's listening to this about how happy she is for this. But I finally in life feel like that I have friend groups that if they go anywhere It's my fault. Yeah. Like I did something wrong to mess them up. Like, so on the hunting side of the world, don't get me wrong. I've had Terrell um, and a couple other people that have fizzled out. Um, and then I got my dad that I've always had. And then, you know, just some people here and there that we've hunted occasionally, but I've still had a lot of people fizzle out and even in the hunting world. Yeah. But starting hunting with you, uh, I really feel like I found finally found a group of people that meets my intensity in you, Dane, Jared, Westside Jared, all these guys that I've met through you and that have kind of just accepted me into the group. And, yeah. like, I mean, Dane especially, like, I mean, he's already, at, from the last podcast, if you guys haven't listened, I mean, he's like, we're deer hunting together this year, we're doing all this, <laughs> yada, yada, which I know Hunter doesn't care about, but... That's so nice to have somebody like you who's dedicated to the waterfowl world and like has that passion like I do. But then also having Dane, who just is crazy about deer hunting and turkey hunting, and like something you... I mean, you like to go and you like to be around the people, but you don't care about as much. Yeah. So, But to have that group of people that is so dedicated, it feels really, really good. And then... On the flip side of the thing, I have, you know, Trell and a lot of the people he went to school have kind of accepted me into their group and, um, they have gotten me into something that is a little outside of my comfort zone a little bit. I've done, I used to do it as a kid, haven't done it in probably push in a decade, but they convinced me to buy a dirt bike and we went dirt biking this last weekend and, I'm not big on doing activities <laughs> where injuries are possible <laughs> like I know that sounds dumb because you literally like I walk through a marsh and I don't know how many times I've rolled my ankle or gone oh my gosh you know if I didn't catch myself I'm definitely tearing my knee up um, or you know falling in the water it, there's injury possibilities yeah still but like uh, honestly dirt bikes, I love. I've ridden them as a kid, but never anything like this. And there's aspects when we went this last weekend that kind of terrified me, but made me step outside of my comfort zone more than I usually would. Yeah. Partly because I want to ride with my friends, and because it's something I do like to do and used to do. But man, without this group of guys, I probably never would have gone back, gotten back into something like that. Yeah. And whether or not it's something I pick up and do for years and years or not, I got out of my comfort zone, I'm gonna get it I gave it a try and I d it the positive or the blessing is one, the groups I've created and two, the groups pushing me to do more of the things that I like to do because they have the same passion towards it.
0: Yeah. So No, I think I think that one, you know, speaking to what you're saying, is that, man, it, it really is like a a blessing to like have a passion with a set of friends mm-hmm. and be able to build a friendship and build a friendship and also have the passions. What I mean by that is like, We've all been there. We've all had hunting buddies that we enjoy hunting with, but we all kind of disappeared during hunting season. And we also have friends that we're really good friends with that we don't hunt with Mm because they don't have that passion. Yeah. But to find somebody that you can all, you can have the friendship side of it and like really share the shit that's going on in your life, Mm -hmm. but also enjoy hunting and having that same passion. Like that's, that's really hard to find. And you know, I've, you know, walk through some stuff with you and I or mm-hmm. Jared and I and like Dana and like just to be able to have a friend group like that really, it really is, uh, it's really life changing. I guess I would say that. And it's been something that I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just hard to find. So when you, when you get it, you keep it. That, yeah,
1: I, people always, I mean, to the point that some people would say it's almost overused but that brotherhood yeah is like second to none i mean uh, even in you know 10 or 15 years if we all ended up going a different way because we moved or something or we you know kids families yada yada don't get to do it as much like there's going to be situations where we're all going to come back together. We're going to hunt. We're going to hang out. I'm going to you know, call up each other, be able to talk about things. I mean, I can safely say I legitimately every single week enjoy coming here, catching up. How's the week going? Talking about everything. Talking about what we've figured out for hunting. I mean, you and me have been going about back and forth with what the game in parks been doing this summer that communication level on a weekly basis in admit that throughout all the just crap that gets thrown at you during a week. Yeah. Um, just being able to let off like that with people that genuinely care yeah, and like want to know what's going on in your life. Like that is premium. Like, don't let go of stuff like that
0: yeah so feeding off that a little bit uh i'll probably feed off my first point about being in the outdoors something that i have talking about intentionality <laughs> i've been intentional about doing um at least in my personal life it's kind of be more faith-based but like i have really done a good job of being intentional about my time in the outdoors um Something that I really started, like, during tur- during turkey season, following turkey season, when we had that nice, we actually had, like, some of a spring this year. But, like, it's been that part of it was really enjoyable. Um, you know, every year I, I do this cycle we talk about. Like, I do this cycle of I get to goose season, I eat, like, shit, I get fat. And then I <laughs> cycle back, and I, I really enjoy working out. Like, that's something that mm. really is big to me. The way that we do goose season is like talking about in the intensity. Like every every night, almost every night, we have at least one or two of the the group is out scouting. Mm-hmm. You know that, and that that just is a, a big time commitment. But that's leads to the success we have,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and. Not necessarily when you're there, but when we have success. I did. I understand what you're saying. I got. I got. I got. (laughs) I actually was thinking about that today. I was like, next
1: year during that two week uh, late season, uh, late deer season, I'm only going to hunt in the mornings because apparently that's when you guys don't kill geese. So I'll go with you in the evenings.
0: I don't know, man. We have some good get some good morning hunts.
1: Well, (laughs) I I did kind of low key tell everybody for late season they need to start looking for like a good property that they can get onto, which pretty much everybody has at this point now. So,
0: <laughs> so <laughs> I, I get fat and then I kinda, I get back into fitness and then like I start working out and like I do that. One of the big things for me is like, I hate cardio, man. Like I ran, I literally, so in playing soccer and college soccer. Like I used to do sprints for miles mm-hmm. and like my body obviously is, not primo shape because of all the years I played and then like I just am not huge on jogging or that stuff. So like for me one of the big things for me for burning calories is I really enjoy walking. Mm-hmm. And like for me like we I'll go out, go to the park and just like walk with Nala. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll probably get into that part of it, but like <clears throat> like worship like putting on worship music or putting on, like, I'll, uh, I'll have uh, Bible reading on, through Spotify. I'll listen to either the Bible or, like, listening to books or, like, just getting in the outdoors, releasing the tension, relaxing, and then focusing that, that intention on God. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> um, I can't think of the verse right now off the top of my head, but it's, like, whatever you're doing focusing focusing on god and his grace and I'm totally chopped that verse up i'll have to think about it and look it up but like you know even if even if you're not faith-based so you don't have faith Mm -hmm. like being able to switch your mindset and focusing on the positive um and then we, we kind of we kind of talked about this too in a past podcast but like your mind in a place of stress is in a place of survival. It's not good for your health, mentally, physically, emotionally, because your body is in survival mode rather than growth mode. Mm-hmm. So, like, your brain function lacks. Your memory function lacks. Like, if you actually look at what stress does to your body, it is incredible, the, the effect and the negative effect on your body. Mm-hmm. So, being able to decompress and being able to turn your mind to a positive it really like it, it changes your health mm-hmm. and it changes your, it changes so many different things you know we did a mental health podcast like that's <laughs> a lot of part of it and so for me i obviously i'm switching to a positive mindset but I'm also worshiping god now if you're a christian i think you understand but if you don't you're welcome to reach out i could kind of describe it to you
1: it it will rock your socks off, <laughs> dude. It's amazing. Just even a couple of days of spending time worshiping, you know, you find your fifteen minutes a day. Yeah, it's crazy to me how quickly your mood will change. Just doing a fifteen minutes a day. Yeah, I mean, well, like a lot of times. Now, I I won't lie. I've been slacking a little bit, so that. That's on me. Yeah. But uh, a lot of times while I'm at work, I'll listen to spiritual podcasts, you know, religious-based po- podcasts. I love Unashamed by the Robertsons. Uh, absolutely phenomenal podcast. Um, it does have some hunting and political twists occasionally, but it <laughs> you get a little bit of everything. God, guns, and <laughs> <laughs> hatred for politics. So. <laughs> but um so i completely get that
0: it's like i don't even know how to describe it like i am not i i'm not an emotional person i really am not and (laughs) jeremy will test that uh yeah fun fun story so sunday i golfed and i told the story jeremy but like i i I golfed. (laughs) It's funny. You're
1: going to tell this story, but you said it was a positive that you've been golfing.
0: (laughs) It has been. (laughs) Except Sunday. Except for Sunday. (laughs) Sunday was the worst i played all summer long. (laughs) And, like, I was just livid, like, livid pissed. And, like, one of my coworkers and a good friend friend of mine, he was like, I've seen you work for the last, you know, we worked together for the last three years. He's like, I have never seen you piss like that. (laughs) Like, visibly, visibly pissed you know, I'm, you know, Jeremy, Jeremy, you, you and I have been up for three or four hours because I've been having, I've had some work stuff going on. Like we talked about it, Mm -hmm. but even then, like I'm not visibly emotional and that's because I internalize a lot of my emotions and even if I I really don't, I'm not that emotional person, but like what emotions I do have, I tend to internalize them. Mm -hmm. And so for me the outdoors is decompression and worship tends to unlock that box mm-hmm. that I put away <coughs> and oof, get the right song playing oh. beyond the outdoors, man. It just is like unhicks that box and it's yep. like hundred percent. No, no, put, like, put it back in the box. Tears and tears. <laughs> tears.
1: No, no, no. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> but, but it's something I need, you know, like if you just, if that box never unlocks,
1: Oh, if that box never unlocks, talking about mental saying, health, yeah, man, you'll, you'll lose it.
0: So you need to, you need to find a way to do that. And that for, for me, it's, it's worship. And for somebody else maybe be different, but that's, if you haven't tried worship music, I'd tell you some elevation worship or Maverick city, like good luck, not crying. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm invent, just getting, getting emotional uh, in general, but all right. That, that's mine.
1: That's mine. Okay. Well, wow. I have had a few other very large, uh, life changing positives lately. Um, uh, some that make Hunter envious, we'll say that. Envious? <laughs> <laughs> uh, i finally uh, let's see i'll be twenty five in October i you know saved all my pennies and did everything right and you know yada yada i- w- i actually by the end of next week, I will finally own my first home
0: have oh boy,
1: and I will not talk numbers, but I will just say it i let's just say this I got it well below market value let's just say and guys- it is a beautiful home and <laughs>
0: He almost like enjoyed six figures of equity <laughs> and it is a investor's dream. Yeah,
1: no, like I just, it, it was one of those situations. It's the house I've been living in for the last couple of years. Uh, and I knew once I moved into it that I'd want to buy it someday. And I kind of have been talking, I've known the landlord for ever. Me and my dad have worked for her for the past 15 years. She's basically a family friend more than anything at this point. Helps us. She's a banker, so she helps us with a lot of work-related stuff and personal-related stuff. But, I mean, literally the reason I moved into the house is because the person that was living there before moved out, and we repainted it, and then I asked how much she wanted for rent, and I was like, okay, well, yeah, I kind of want to do that. So for about the last year and a half, I just had been kind of bugging her, like, you know nicely like hey if you want to sell the house let me know and uh we started talking about it in january and they weren't gonna be ready till june so uh but I, yeah i came across very i came out on top we will definitely say that and um the reason that it is such a positive for me not just past um uh, the value that's coming from it and it being my first home. It's kind of oddly like a massive emotional win for me. Like, so me and Hunter earlier had a conversation. Hunter is a pessimist, <laughs> very <laughs> pessimistic person. And that's exactly why we're having this because I know he <laughs> needed positivity in his life. <laughs> I am in. Some positive ways, but some negative ways as well. I'm an optimistic person. Um, You hear me and Hunter go back and forth about water levels in the state of Nebraska (laughs) and, you know, what we'll have when duck season comes around. And right now I think we're looking pretty good. (laughs) I'm (laughs) starving. But, um, you know, so being an optimistic person when the things that I'm optimistic about do not... Go the way that I hope. I definitely get very down in the dumps, and I can fall very hard. And I've had some direct, you know, talking about our spiritual life. Um, I've definitely had some, you know, what's my direction kind of que- questions uh, for God. And you know, I, I definitely wanted to buy this home, and I've had, you know, ideas that I'd love to, I'd love to rent the place someday or be able to utilize it so that I could get rentals. Um and, you know, I had a number in my mind that um I you know, i you know, spent some time praying, you know, this was what I would go with, yada yada. Or, you know, she probably would have let me just keep renting it forever if I hadn't been okay with the number or something like that. But needless to say it was I mean it was well below the number I would have been willing to go to. So it was a emotional and kind of just like one of those things that came together in life that you look at, you just kind of, you ever just look up in the sky and be like, all right, you know, I've had lots of questions lately and it feels like you haven't really been answering them. But this one, like that was an answer, like gave me direction, if you will. And, uh, (laughs) I'm not a person to brag, but it has definitely put smiles on my face, and everyone I talk to is like, "Oh my goodness, that's amazing!" We're so happy for you, which is always great to hear. But
0: I think the, the couple things is uh, talking about that situation. I think I think there's two things that I find is the most positive, and the the thing that I enjoy the most about. What you're, what you're going through. I'm going a long, a long way to say what you're trying to say, but like, you've been able to, you've you've got a lot of value out of the house mm-hmm. already. The thing that I'm happiest about is knowing that you're not taking that value and just throwing it away, <laughs> but the fact <laughs> that you can take that value and you understand and want to, un, want to take that and build wealth for Mm -hmm. for your family. Yeah. And like, that's like,
1: literally this opportunity has set up a goal of mine that I've been thinking about for like a decade. But yeah. And I think I said this to you at one point when we were talking about, um, when I got a rough estimate on the appraisal is that I've always wanted to do rentals, but I never saw an area in life family wise Where I would come into enough money to be able to try. Yeah. And this house literally gives me... It's not going to be right away. It's probably going to be a few years. But it gives me the opportunity to start preparing for that. Because I will have that value. Yeah.
0: And so it's like... You know... You talk about somebody with like a God-given gift. Or given an opportunity that just kind of squanders it. Mm -hmm. And you just like... It's almost like a, I hate to say it, but like kind of a slap in the face to mm-hmm. God yeah. and what he's given someone. But the fact that you're taking it and then creating even more positive out of it mm-hmm. is just like, yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's been, I, I'm happy for you. So what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But, and I'm looking forward to not only like what you're gonna be able to accomplish, but talking about like helping obviously, I'm getting in bought our first rental this year, and you know the next couple of years be able to learn more and more mm-hmm. and <clears throat> be able to help you on that, so I look forward to that.
1: It is crazy because of a little bit of our age difference that will end up playing into my next positive as well <laughs> at some it will be it'll be your turn after this whole thing but our age difference you're see you're 28 right yeah okay so you're like i don't know
0: i don't know shay's grandpa texted me on saturday and said happy 21st birthday (laughs) i was like yeah it was funny he texted me and we're out to father's day lunch with shay's dad and i get this text like I told I looked to Shea, I was like, I have no idea where this <laughs> came from. Like, not even near twenty one. Uh, yeah. Right. And I text him back. It's like, hey, I'd love to be twenty one again, <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. Because like he texts me. I I looked at it. Didn't answer for a bit because we were lunch. And then he texts me a little bit later. he's like, oh, sorry. Like I sent that to the wrong person. Yeah. One of her cousins turned twenty one okay. this weekend. But I just the whole thing was pretty funny.
1: <laughs> but it has been nice because you and me, like, when it comes to some of our bigger goals in life kind of have some very similar ideas, especially when it comes to the rental idea or, you know, building equity through homes. And so you've been ready to do it amongst all your craziness, uh, that has come along in the last six months. (laughs) Um, yeah. And, and, Don't get me wrong. There's aspects that I'm going to be able to help you from the contractor side of the world. Like I, I, I've helped a lot of people do that as a painter. Yeah. And like I, I know a lot of ins and outs. And in fact, I could get you, I could get you numbers, for sure. Yeah. Of people that could help you. Um. But then at the same time, as I am preparing over the next couple years to start that journey, my on my you know for myself i will be able to because of our friendship one you know look at things you guys wish you had done differently or that you had great success with you know just seeing that experience on a personal level because i know plenty of people that have done it but i don't have a personal connection with them
0: yeah absolutely it's just one of those things that pretty much anything i think experience trumps pretty much everything and yeah there's just like we are right now we're digging through the rental and we're having problems come up that we didn't mm-hmm. necessarily foresee and that's just that's just the nature of the beast and I you know one of the biggest things that I had to overcome in terms of like not only starting this journey but dealing with this journey where we're at right now mm-hmm. <laughs> I you know like the chunk of change that I took to invest would have really gone a long way right now in order to comforting our financial health Mm -hmm. now i'm not saying we're in a bad place i'm just saying that like it it was odd timing it was a very good chunk to where like it would have been very nice to have right now and so (laughs) like (laughs) but the thing that there's like two things i felt that god had what really wanted to bless this business because that's the direction I want to move and two, like, you know, talking about hunting, you know, and helping people like one of my big things that I I have in my heart is I want to help people build wealth Mm -hmm. and I want to be able to do it myself, show people how to do it and help their families Mm -hmm. in the future. And that that's something that 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 I want to do, um, it, but that's long term, mm-hmm. long term vision. Now, getting there obviously entails me getting there and learning and <laughs> having the experiences yeah. dealing with it. But you know, I got another buddy that kind of talked about doing something similar to that, and it's like I'd love to help you um, in the future once I grow grow into it and experience, and even like get to the point where you know I really I can, you know, if you had a deal and come together on a rental or something, you know, like, it's just, uh, it's down the, it's down the road, and it's just, it'll, it'll happen once times, but, like, I want to, I want to be able to get there, yeah, so, I'm gonna piggyback off yours a little bit, I think a huge blessing, um, for us, or for Shay and I, talking about a house, as you guys know, we've been building the house, um, but we're very, blessed up in this point. I hope everything continues smoothly, but our house is way, way ahead of schedule. Um, It was supposed to be done in October. At this point, looking like mid to late August. Baby's coming in November, so the earlier we can get in there is much better.
1: As somebody who works in the construction world, Hunter is getting everything, like, everything, like, is coming together About as well as you could ask, yeah. Because usually, right now, with everything that's been going on, you know, post COVID economy, the economy situation right now, uh, supply demand, um, man, just everything is coming together right for you. Well, it's just like, uh,
0: like, we managed to sign our contract before the price increases happened in January, Mm -hmm. February. We were able to lock in our rate back in January when it was still four percent. Now yep. it's not two and a half, but it's four instead of like six going on seven. Yeah, I've heard as high as six and a half to seven at this point. Like, yeah, right now
1: everything is at least six and a quarter.
0: Like, I to be to be real honest with you, if there was a price increase and we were looking at that interest rate, I don't know that we could have bought that house. I I like with the payment that that much of a difference, like. I mean, spitballing. I'm not gonna say exactly what it is, but like, I think we're paying like 380. We're looking at like a 25, 2600 payment. Like, we would easily been over 32. Yeah, I'm that's the, 600 bucks a month.
1: Yeah, as your friend, I probably would have been like, that's tough.
0: And like, with the softening values it. possibly in the house coming next year, like, I we we'll have plenty of value into it. So we're, I'm not worried about that. But like, with the price increase and interest rates, like just wouldn't have looked good. Mm. So realistically, if we would have waited two or three months, we wouldn't have been buying this house. And so to see, <clears throat> see you know, you, you tend to see God, like his hand in like bigger parts of your life. Mm-hmm. But when you see him in like the details like that, it's like if when only the right situation happens and because of like these small details, that's what makes this happen like you can't you can't count that nothing less than a blessing Mm -hmm. and you can't count that less than God answering your prayers Mm -hmm. and so like to see God in the details like that it's just like it's it's awesome and so very blessed really looking forward to getting the house having the baby just like that part of it's very exciting (laughs) So I'm um, you know, going back to what I was saying, I just I love I, I really enjoy having you over, having guys over Dane, those guys and just like being able to have it have that house and have I we're gonna build out the basement but like having another space too and like mm-hmm. doing that stuff is just like I I look forward to that. Me too. Plus I'll have a third car or third third garage. I have two car garage now. I go to a third one, so I'm gonna have more space for my hunting stuff. So <clears throat> really looking forward to that. <laughs> so that's that was my positive. Yeah, I'm basically out. So I'm gonna let you finish with
1: yours. You're basically out. I am out. Yeah, I think I only really had one more. I mean. The other, which I've already talked about it on the podcast for people that listen to pretty much everything. The other positive that I have waited a long time for, um, that I can now do now that I will be a homeowner is Hunter gets to have a kid and I get a little fur baby. So (laughs) I finally, after years of wanting one, just never being able to have one, whether it's from renting or I mean my mom's not a huge big dog person. So, which is fine. I have given her plenty of crap about it over the years. I apologize, mom. (laughs) I was just a annoyed, uh, teenager who really wanted a hunting dog. Um, (laughs) but I'm finally getting a lab and I will be getting a black lab in about three. See, today's 20th, three or four weeks. And I've, Actually, just this week, really hardcore started looking at everything that I need for the dog and um, talking to people for advice. I mean, I picked your brain about food earlier. Actually, I was going to pick your brain about insurance, too, because you guys have insurance, right? Yep. Yeah.
0: I think it's it's the second episode of this podcast we talked about
1: insurance. I knew I I'd listened to it, but I honestly couldn't remember because it was like pros and cons, and honestly, I couldn't remember if you guys ended up doing it or not. Uh, did
0: I think I think pet insurance is good? I think Vernal has been great. I think uh, I talked about the podcast, you know, whatever we talked about in the podcast. Um, we have true TruePainion. If there was anything I was gonna, I would change is so you can do it. So it's based on like each. They call it each occasion or each diagnosis. So say if your dog ate something, that's mm-hmm. a diagnosis. So for each diagnosis, the deductible depends on the premium. So mm-hmm. if I would, like, if we get a new puppy, I would set our deductible at, five. I think it's 250 or 500 bucks. Do a Do a lower deductible because they tend to get into chewing stuff. And so it'll actually pay for something like that. And then once they get past a year, you can up it. So Nala right now is on a thousand dollar deductible, and I think she's like, I think she's like thirty bucks, thirty bucks a month. Now if I would go back, I would have paid like fifty or sixty bucks a month, and then had a lower deductible. Mm -hmm. And then after a year, I would have I would have put it up. Now with Nala, to be honest with you, I probably would just keep it the same, with her being her. But <laughs> now...
1: I walk in the door and you're giving her eardrops. Well,
0: she got an ear infection. A <laughs> uh, poor the dog. the part is, like, I don't, I don't... I was talking to the vet. I don't even know how she would have gotten it. Like, we haven't been to the lake. We haven't been in water. She's just, is like, I think it's just a one-off. So, I'm like, oh, whatever. Okay. It's just Nala. That's yep. what I say at this point. Go back to what you're saying. Pet insurance.
1: But, yeah, so... I mean, I just have been oh I remember what I was saying I've just been picking people's brain about what I need for my dog what to expect cuz uh, I mean I've, I we've always had family dogs but I never you know really went into it you know Yeah value of food uh, I've been talking with people about what's good food for cuz she's she's going to be a hunting dog like I mean I fully plan on using her for waterfowl and upland probably my main focus is I really want her to become a good upland dog because I love upland game hunting. I just don't get to, I just haven't had a dog. And it is becoming to the point where you, you need a dog anymore. Um, but, so, I'm, I, <laughs> I literally was walking up and down the aisles in uh, Petco last night with my dad because he needed, he needed some stuff from there. And I just was looking at everything and I was like, I'm so ready for all of this. Like I've wanted to do it for a long time, but it brings some fear too. I mean, I expressed some of that to you earlier where I'm similar to Hunter in maybe not, maybe not quite as aggressively, but I like to throw myself into my passions and you know, the things that I want value out. I try to give everything I possibly can. Yeah. Um, and with it being my first dog, I'm trying to find that happy medium of uh, what do I want the dog to be able to do? And what am I okay if I never get the dog to do this or that, you know? Yeah. So.
0: I think it's a shuffling of expectations. Yeah. You're Trying to decide on what level of expectation you have for the dog and what level of expectation you have for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of go back and you some ways you self-sabotage because then you're like well you know if I can't do this or what if they can't do this I think it's just one of those things that it it it'll just happen Mm -hmm. it'll happen when it when it happens and I think that when we communicate when we talked about it earlier you know I think that I think something lit up at least for me on lit up in your eyes was like the hard part right now is you don't Know the dog's personality. Mm-hmm. You don't know the dog, and like when I said, uh, you'll get to that point where you'll know its personality, and you know how to communicate with it to the point where you'll be able to train whatever you want, just the way you want it. But you'll you understand the communication, mm-hmm. and I think that that really hit home with you from what I saw, because um, you know, like, and uh, can to shake does Shay connect with Nala? Yeah. But does Shay communicate with Nala? Like I do. No. No. And like, will, will Nala do what you want? Like sit, say that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like you just, everybody, I shouldn't say everybody. Most people that hunt have seen at least one dog with one owner that like, you're just like, like they're best friends and Mm -hmm. it's almost like they talk. Yep. And, like, everybody has been around a dog like that, and it's just something that, like, that's something that I wanted, and that's something that I know you're going to have with your dog. It just is going to take time. Yep. So I would just say something that I have seen, and even in this conversation that I kind of want to make you a little more positive about, (laughs) um, is that, there's one thing to get opportunity because everybody everybody tends to get opportunity in their life, school, work, dog. But it's about making the most of your opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I think that something that, you know, want to make you feel good about or positive about is like in this conversation you said, I get this positive thing, but this is what I'm going to do with this positive to even make it better. Mm -hmm. And so that's where... I'm I'm excited for you, and I'm oh. excited to see what you are able to do with this dog. Oh, I'm so ready, dude. So like being able to pick out food, pick out treats, and I I promise you, Shay will. She's probably gonna
1: get treats for your dog. So just that's <laughs> it. <laughs> I can I I have several people that are probably gonna do that. <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> oh, Shay Shay, she loves treats. She loves giving treats. They got to the point where she was like, she gave him way too much carrot one day. They gave him for our like we tend to feed him treats with like the full carrot and wants to give it to him for him to chew on. <laughs> one day she was sitting out there watching one of the dogs poop and she's like, Oh my gosh, like their poop is an orange. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you've been feeding them one of freaking carrots, <laughs> Which is yeah. a good I mean, it's a a good thing for a dog to give him carrots but not that much carrot yeah right it's like goodness gracious so i yeah i i look forward to noah and your pup hunting together and hopefully getting out
1: the door a couple times
0: with the kid coming
1: so oh, it'll happen. we'll still get you outside <laughs> i still think you need to get that in uh, writing for september and october that uh, yeah shay gave you but oh uh, my gosh I don't even
0: think I talked about this in the last podcast so so <laughs> shay tried to she tried to schedule our baby shower on September 4th now you guys like, end up changing it no No, oh,
1: so it's still, September, it's still 4th. September 4th she i know we're going positive and this will end up being kind of like it's a positive but a frustration positive but she tricked me <laughs> She tricked me and Dane (laughs) because she texts both of us, hey, what's your address so I can send you an invitation without giving me a day? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, like, five minutes later, you texted me, like, Shay planned it for September 4th. And I was like, (laughs) Shay. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, so it's a pause of the baby shower, but... She she
1: she did do everything she could and t- well uh, if you want I'll say it where she wanted to do the weekend before but yeah. your dad couldn't make it so yeah, and I'm, I think it's pretty important for your dad to be there
0: it worked out and honestly thinking thinking f- forward thinking you know I to my knowledge I don't I don't know that my dad's ever teal hunted really I don't. Like he's never been one for early duck hunting. He's been actually I take that back. He he's he's hunted opening day, like he used to hunt a lot, like opening day at uh McConaughey. Yeah. And I think he's shot in Teal. I yeah, I'm almost sure. It, we definitely killed Teal on the on the slew, but I don't know that he's ever done like opening day like teal hunting. Like early teal season.
1: I mean that's gonna be opening <coughs> weekend, so
0: and like i don't i i don't know i that's opening teal season and like i have not like we've hunted back home but he's never really hunted up here with me that much like he's usually here for a day or two and then he skedaddles or we go down there for christmas or like so we just haven't had the opportunity for him to hunt down this way with me mm-hmm. so like i am i'm looking forward to hopefully experiencing some hunting down here with him if get the chance which I hope we do yeah get them out for a morning and kind of let them kind of live in my world a little bit and see see how things go so I hope we get to end up that end up getting that one lease that way we could take them out there making easy experience get them out there quick and so yeah that's the other thing too is <clears throat> he's seen all of work a couple years well about a year ago we were on the slew and She got she he got to see him see her hunt, but she's gotten obviously a lot better since then being a retriever. So I'd like to have her out there and just yeah experience it with my dad. It's been a while, so look forward to that because I think trying to think I'm trying to think of the last waterfowl hunt with him. I think it was a couple years ago on Thanksgiving, and. It was on the warm water slough before we end up losing permission on it. Not because something we did, but. So I don't. It's been almost two, three years since I waterfowl hunted with him. So hopefully we can make that happen. That'd be cool. See so yeah. But uh, that's all I've got. You got anything else? Um. Don't even say water levels. I'll lose <laughs> Just don't. Just don't
1: even do it. Uh, I bit my tongue already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I really have much else.
0: Sounds good. we well, us sign off here, buddy. Alright, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, if you guys have some, um, something positive you want to say or something positive about your summer that you'd like to share, jump on over to Facebook, join our Figured Hunters podcast, fans forums, and just throw it on there. Uh, trying to build, working on trying to <clears throat> build a community. That way we can also um, not just connect with uh, listen you guys listen to the podcast, but also us connecting with you. Uh, not just on, you know, like a weekly basis, but on a daily basis. So I'd uh, love to have you share something in there, jump on there. So, all right, guys. Appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your night. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>